0: Our skins. into the garbage, fly boy. Hello, everybody. Welcome hey to rebel Base podcast. Poo, poo, poo,
1: rebel Base. I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Katrina. And uh, this is the podcast where we talk about gaming, comics, anything else geeky uh, from the perspective of feminist cat ladies, which we know you love. Yay, cats. So generally, the way the podcast is structured is we have news, and that's where we talk about anything geeky going on in the news, stuff we want to talk about. And then we have a main topic section where we pick something interesting and we talk about it we think it's interesting. And then lastly, we have a wrap-up and chick picks. And we'll tell you about chick picks when we
0: get to them. Yeah. Alright, so I guess let's go ahead and kick it off with some news. Yes. Um,
1: so first we had the uh, new Batgirl and we wanted to talk about Future's End a little bit, I think.
0: Yes, so Future's End is a new series that takes place Five years ahead of uh, the current New 52 um, storyline, and it's also a different universe. And I picked up Batgirl, uh, which is the first installment of Batgirl for the Futures End series. Um, And it's kind of crazy. And there's a new Batgirl in it. Her name is Jessica Jessica Fox. I don't don't think it's Jessica Fox. Crap. Now I forgot. But she's rabbit. No. She's, uh... Jessica Beaver. Jennifer. Jessica, Jennifer, Tiffany. It's Tiffany. Oh my god. Tiffany Fox. <laughs> Tiffany Fox. She is the, uh, granddaughter of Lucius Fox, See, who's Batman's I, buddy. I didn't think you were talking about
1: Tiffany because Jennifer and Jessica is, like, so far away from Tiffany, you were like, it's a light girl name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cassie? <laughs>
0: But she is a uh, person of color. She is a little black girl, and she's she's adorable. She's got little puffs, and she has been um, declared by Barbara, a.k.a. Queen Bitch Bad Girl, that uh, she has a mountain of potential, and she's very intelligent, and she's a useful asset to the team. So with New 52, uh, or rather with Future's End, uh, this takes place in a completely different world, and in this particular world, um, Barbara is set to be married to this ginger guy and This her, ginger guy, he's, not he's a red He's, hammer. like, a police officer or whatever, and he's, like, kind-hearted. And <laughs> so, suddenly, like, her crazy-ass brother shows up, and he, like, tells the dude to jump off a roof or he'll shoot her. So the dude jumps off the fucking roof! <laughs> he just jumps! Forever's <laughs> like, hold on, let me handle him! And he just jumps. He's and like, no! Do you... Okay, um you're marrying Batgirl. Are you like, spoilering she can this of... whole comic for people? Anyway, so it starts off that way, and because of that she trains with Bane. And then the League of Bad Girls comes around and a bunch of crazy stuff happens. That's the intro to it, so okay. it's like the first few pages that happen. So, um, slight spoilers, but it's a really interesting, uh, comic. And uh I'm really excited for Futures End and also also there are just so many people of color. And I'm like, why do they need to be in a separate universe? Like, why does this hot new like black robin guy he looks There's like a Black Robin? He looks like a football player. He so is cute. Um <laughs> But <clears throat> yeah, why does he have to be like in a different universe? Why can't we just like throw him in? Um right. But yeah, um, so that's the new Batgirl and leading into that there is another, there are like a billion shows. DC is putting a billion shows. On. Literally, we count it, it's a billion. <laughs> it's a billion. I there, Girl. this afternoon. A billion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're developing a, bunch of sh- uh, developing a bunch of shows. Right now, the confirmed shows that we have, hold on, it's Gotham, uh, it's it's Supergirl, mm-hmm. Titans, which is going to surround uh, uh, to be about the Teen Titans, and mm-hmm. it's going to have Robin as Nightwing. They've already confirmed Raven and Starfire. All right, I'm in. So that's that sounds pretty cool. The Flash is happening. Arrow season two is happening. Um, there's uh, Constantine is coming on TV. Um, Although not as
1: a bisexual
0: character. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty upsetting. Oh, I... took away his cigarettes. So, I mean, that's not as much, like, I'm not into smoking, so, but it's still, like, he, that, that's his I thing. can actually
1: get cigarettes more than I can get taking away's bisexuality. Yeah,
0: that's kind of much weirder. Yeah, it just
1: doesn't like cigarettes is like oh well we don't want the kids smoking. Bisexuality I is we don't want the kids bisexualizing.
0: Their target audience is the supernatural crowd, and it's like <laughs> why would love you take shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fan I girls love oh, gay shit. Seriously, here's a dude who's running around looking like that dude Cass, or cast whatever cast in Supernatural. And he's supposed to be bisexual canonically. So yeah. So basically, DC is trying to take over TV in a desperate attempt to catch up with Marvel. Um, they've already uh, they've they're like, you got the s- movies. We'll yeah. take over your
1: television. <laughs> but, what, well, so wait, wait, wait. So is Dark Horse gonna take over like podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we'll take over YouTube.
0: Dark <laughs> Horse. And then Image <laughs> will take over Twitch. Yes, I. Lo- I actually, Everyone will get a piece. I'm fully supportive of that. I want uh, more Image and Dark Horse. There are titles coming I out love for that. Dark Horse. Yes, and Valiant Com- comics uh, has powers coming as well. But um, that's off track a little bit. Wait, sorry. Um, sorry about that. But but with uh, one more thing with DC movies, they announced or not announced, but they're looking for a director for Suicide Squad. I'll direct it. <laughs> so let me tell you why I'm really nervous
1: about Suicide. Yes, because oh. I do not believe that Hollywood can get her right. And you
0: know who her is. You know who her is. Mm, it's either Amanda Waller or Harley Quinn. Amanda Waller. Yeah. They can
1: get Harley Quinn right. They cannot cast anyway as Harley, Harley Quinn. Right. <laughs> but Amanda Waller, they are not going to put an overweight, middle-aged black woman in this role. They're not going to do it,
0: despite the massive pull. Oh, they had a like black up. women in Hollywood. Hollywood.
1: They like do that. If there's
0: any piece of the demographic that needs to be represented, that's or represented, that is there, represented <laughs> It's, you know what, uh, soulful black women. Right, um, and apparently.
1: she's what? like strong and, and, oh, it's a star, you gotta smack oh, it when
0: I miss Sorry, it. for those uh, listening in on our first audio oh, yeah. podcast, yeah we say that we're, way, we're doing an audio. We're finally well. doing audio, so we're recording that. But for those listening in, uh, we're also broadcasting visually, which means that there are weird things floating around on screen. Um, but, uh, I guess the last D- DC thing to talk about is Chi Batman who is this guy who dressed up as Batman in Chiba, Japan. And he appeared a couple weeks ago just rolling around on the Batmobile, like the Tumblr from uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, Japan. Oh, Japan. And so because of his popularity, the police have declared him the official Batman of Chiba, which means he can run around. He has like official neighborhood watch rights, basically. He can, like, go bust crimes and call the police and be like, can you pick this guy up? <laughs> like, Chima is reinforcing oh, this. Oh, I love Chima. This is not canon. Japan, you the shit! <laughs> what would happen if Batman was in Japan? Well, the Japanese are like, well, yes, I want Batman to defend me. I'm not gonna send my police force to take him down. I'm not stupid. He's Batman. <laughs> Do
1: they have their own commissioner, Gordon-chan? Gordon-chan! Senpai Gordon! <laughs>
0: So my like, god, we get the best signal, like, why are you so adorable, Chiba? <laughs> why? Um, so we don't talk a lot about tabletop on this show. Oh yeah. But we're both tabletop gamers, and we like it very much, um, and uh, there's a game based off of the uh, up and down popular show, Parks and Recreation. I was like, the up and down. Are we it's talking about it's sex. It's like. No, no, I, I got confused. Every once in like a, a while it gets popular. Every and once in a while we talk about sex. So they made up this game, and Mayfair has actually picked it up. It's called Cones of Dunshire. And in the game, in, in the show, it was completely nonsensical. But in, uh, I guess, Mayfair developed actual, like, concrete rules to it. And they debuted a giant version of it at Gen Con this year. I'm so sad I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Like, I kept hearing about it, but I was like, why
1: do I care about the Cones of Dun... I don't know what that is. So
0: I just wanted to share that with, like, our tabletop-loving audience because I know we have a couple people from Geek and Sundry who watch, and I know y'all love that, so... Cones of Dunshire is couple- Talking about it at Gen Con, I was just like,
1: I... What is this, some game that you noobs... You nerds have been looking forward to for like 30 years, that'll give a shit. Mm-hmm. But then after she showed me the little, uh, clip, I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing! Why don't I watch this show? Oh, also, damn. So it was a lot, it was a lot that yeah. went through my mind at that moment. <laughs> um, did we talk about Teen... we talked about Teen Titans? Yeah! Uh, oh, we should talk about, about Young Justice!
0: Oh, yes, yes! Absolutely! Sarah is trying to snap the, uh, visuals that are on the screen out of the air. Um... Because there are all these little weird stars we go away? coming up. I don't you know, know. What were we talking about? Young Justice. So, Young we Justice. watched Young
1: Justice Season 1 and I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. How did this even get made? This is so cool. And then we decided to watch Season
0: 2. Mm-hmm. I think we gave up after two episodes. It was horrible. It's like... They're like they put all the effort into making McGann as not annoying as possible and then just dropped everything else.
1: They were
0: like uh, I... like eh, we did we did our best. That's like Assassin's Creed three, hey, we've been in touch with the Mohawk tribe this whole time. Everything else about the game though, sucks. But it's historically accurate. So Mostly. I think my biggest problem with season two is that it took all
1: of the um the characters that we knew and we loved away from us for a bit and I understand that they'll be reintroduced and there are reasons and blah 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 for my friends who watched the whole thing but it made the initial few episodes so boring. I think the problem with Young Justice was just that um, building characters we really like and then getting them going and then taking them away from us was not really cool, and then introducing a bunch of lamos that I have to fall in love with again. I don't really want that. By the way, it was really funny when everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, Justice got canceled because mm-hmm. it was sex and because of sexist reasons." Mm-hmm. But when Oh Katrina and I watched it, we were like,
0: "It may have been canceled because it wasn't great." It really sucked. Like season two really sucked, and season one was like we. Finished that season like we were like in we, tears. It was we were so messing. Oh, it was so
1: good it was because horrible. I hated a bunch of them at first. Like mm-hmm. I liked some of them, but I hated some of them. And then by the end, I loved some. Like oh my god, Superboy! Mm-hmm. Superboy was the lamest shit to me. I talked smack on Superboy
0: hardcore the entire the time. time
1: until near the end, where I was just like, I'm all I'm
0: all on board with Superboy right now. All on board. I was all about him by the end. So Let's wrap up this talking about Star Wars because. We always sure. talk about Star Wars, and I'm going to talk about Star Wars until the damn movies come out. Um, there wasn't a lot of news this week, but um, I kind of wanted to put my thoughts in about the amount of ladies in this version. I mean, I'm kind of starting to really support this. Like, not only... Is JJ Abrams going back and forth with Zack Snyder and making Star Wars and Batman crossover pictures? Yeah, that's pretty Which,
1: cute. If you guys haven't seen it, you should check out her website that she works for, MoviePilot.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's been reporting on it. But they've been having a little tit for tat back and forth with Batman
0: and Star Wars. So they've been mainly photoshopping pictures of, um, you know, Star Wars characters in Batman or JJ, um, or actually, Zack Snyder put up a photo of a stormtrooper getting arrested for stealing the Batmobile. So J.J. Abrams made a video that showed off the Millennium Falcon in detail up close, and you went under the Falcon, and where the cannons were underneath is, an, is a small Batmobile. Yep. So the Batmobile is going to more than likely be in Star Wars. Yeah. And you should look for the Easter egg, because you'll probably find it um, if he put it there. But, yeah, it was really cool. And so now, on um, to under the ladies. There are... How many ladies are in Star Wars right now? There's uh, Crystal Clark, who her role has not been confirmed. Um, Lupita is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brienne of Tarth is in it. Daisy Ridley is the only person who has been confirmed for all three movies. So she's pretty much our main character. Um, Carrie Fisher is coming back as Leia and I'm so sure that I'm missing two others because one other girl went into my theory as Lando's daughter. So, we have like six ladies on the cast of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Six ladies that come in different colors too.
1: Yep,
0: and it's pretty exciting. It's really exciting, so I'm really, I'm actually really stoked for the amount of diversity we're going to kind of see in this, because if you look at the cast page, there's a little bit of everything there. Yeah. And that's really refreshing, because you don't see that in sci-fi. Like, the... the- and it's really ridiculous that you mm-hmm. don't see it in sci-fi, because mm-hmm.
1: if we're talking about being in the future, in the future, way more of us are going to be brown than are oh, yeah. currently even brown. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, and Mass Effect really nailed that. They were like, hey, most people are probably going to be a shade of brown in the mm-hmm. future, because that's where we're already heading. Yeah. So when I see movies that take place in the future, and it's all these white people, and it's like one black person in space, and I'm just like, what, why? How does blonde person survive all these generations? You should have died
0: out already. Anyway, so, um... And I like that, because I was, um, reading the expanded universe of Star Wars, and now there's no Earth in, you right. know, it's a galaxy, galaxy far, away, far away, a long time ago, but it really kind of depicts humans in, like, a very... Na- like, a, how we would... Were we to be, like, this massive race of people that scattered across the galaxy, um, how we would change, because there's so many, like, Humanoid aliens
1: mm-hmm. that
0: were like bred through lines where it's like this person looks humanoid, but they have gills or something like that. And back in the day, it was just the excuse for like this is like we you know we don't have special Sexy effects. Fish girl sex. <laughs> yeah. So that was an excuse, but it's also well the way it's written in the expanded universe is that like humans went out and crossed over and became these new creatures, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm totally about that. So. I want to see that in Star Wars, and I want to see that in my favorite sci-fi shows. That's right.
1: one thing that Star Trek did really, really well, so mm. shout out
0: to Star Trek! For being the um, first show to show an international kiss, and to hint at a very, very gay relationship. The best kind.
1: Alright guys, so that was our Star Wars chat. We talked about Teen Titans, Kongs of Dunsha, Chief of Batman. I think we're ready to move on to our main topic now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Diving in. So we, uh, we mentioned a lot of animation, so we're going to talk even more about animation because our main topic this time is um, the Avatar, The Last Airbender versus Legend of Korra. Now, a little backstory for those of you who do not um, know me. What guys? Seriously. Canada and Kansas? You guys are the worst. Thank you for throwing that band hammer down system. Shout out to our mods. Woohoo! Uh, you thank you! guys are really you. awesome. Um, so a little background for those of you who are new to who we are, because mm-hmm. this is a very important part of who we are. Don't you start with the emoticons again, <laughs> goddammit! Um, <clears throat> I love Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. When I started watching Legend of Korra, I hated it. Hated it while my heart I wanted to set it on fire. I wanted to beat the animators until they couldn't ever animate again. I was just so angry, <laughs> all right? I was like, how wow. could you? How could you present this brown skinned, awesome female character and then make her such an idiot that I can't even watch her? Mm-hmm. And then make everyone else around her so boring that I don't care about them enough to get over her flaws. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why did you do this? Like, I'm so. I want to love this show. Why would you do this to me? It was also set in like early industrial period time, which is like my least favorite time historically. They didn't go traveling around the world. I had a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has taken until now for how I felt about it to change, and we're gonna talk about that. Katrina, did you want to add anything about your Avatar or Korra journey? Because you didn't hate Korra as much as I did, I imagine, but I'm not sure. Oh, no, no,
0: I, I... Korra was, like, the one character that I just, like, out of everyone, I could not stomach, um, the first season, that romance with Mako. Oh my god. That was so forced. So first of all. It was insulting. That That was insulting to Mako, the voice
1: actor who died, to name that boring-ass Edward Cullen-esque motherfucker Mm -hmm. Mako. How dare
0: you do that? He was such a dick. He was such a dick, and that girl Asami, from the start, she needed a lot more screen time. And that's... Asami was pretty dope. You're Asami right. was pretty dope. Like, she was a pilot, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Pilots are automatically, like, A-plus in my book. So, yes. you know. Um, but, yeah, like, everyone's so boring. And, like, even Bolin, who, like, was a heartwarming character... But he was Sokka. he just fell to the race side. He, he was, was Sokka, Sokka again. Redone, yeah. yeah.
1: So all, all in all, Legend of Korra had a lot of issues to me. Um, I get also that people who do like the industrial period had a lot of things that they did like about Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. and that had to do with uh, you know them alluding with the uh, the whole um, Bender uh, pro bending was like an allusion to like baseball and to mm-hmm. sports bringing people in the world together. You know the world moving forward and using. Everything that Aang and and the original team avatar learned to create this better world that had electricity and metal Mm -hmm. bending police I get that there were definitely redeeming qualities for most people But for me, it was just not enough of what made me fall in love with avatar Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a hard thing as an animator, you know, when you make another series, it's um, Oh, I'm gonna make this world, but I don't want to just repeat everything that I did So Mm -hmm. I need to be different, but it's almost like they tried to be different so hard Mm -hmm. that They screwed over fans like Katrina and myself, who we didn't get anything of what we loved uh, from the show. So uh, we won't say spoilers, we won't spoil the show for anyone who hasn't watched it, um, but at the end of halfway... ...watching season four, right? Season
0: three is the one that just wrapped up. Okay, so
1: halfway through season two, or part of the way through season two, Cora um, becomes incapacitated, and we are taken into the world of the first Avatar, Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The art when they switched over to this other world is otherworldly. It's freaking amazing. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's the reason to watch the first seasons. Is just to see this. It's like they took it away into a Japanese um, painting. Uh, or like a scroll. It, it's gorgeous, it explains where the um, the turtle lions came from, it explains where magic came from, it explains the whole spirit world thing, it's just way more interesting and exciting and since half of the season pretty much was that, mm-hmm. that season thus became a little more redeemable. Mm-hmm. What I was very worried about coming into season three is that Cora keeps learning a lesson and then when we see her again she has not actually learned a lesson. No. Uh, like, what she did to Mako with the, the, um, harassment, the domestic violence that she basically... Yeah,
0: seriously, that was true up Right,
1: like, she basically d- committed domestic violence, and, um... It was like, wow, you were supposed to have learned to control your temper, but look at you being the same lame uh, loser that you were before. So Mm -hmm. I was nervous coming into season three because I was like, well, they said again that she has learned from this and she's better, but we've seen them lie before and have her not actually be any better. Mm -hmm. Um, But they surprised me. They, they really came through, and I think the idea of having them go out and look for other airbenders was really great because it mm-hmm. meant we got to travel around again.
0: And we also got to see more of um, that little girl. Gosh, what's her name now? Uh, oh, his daughter.
1: Um, yeah. Whoa, Kaya, ki- Kaya, ki- ki- mm, why'd you have to say that you didn't know her? What's her name? her name? I forgot her name. Uh, oh, no. J- j- mm, uh, j- oh, no. How could you do this to me? J- mm.
0: This is embarrassing. <laughs> If you hadn't said, if you hadn't said, oh, what's her name? I forgot her name completely, but she, like, really came <laughs> in your own. Jinora, there we go. She uh, got her tattoos, which was really huge. Um... Uh, and and it, I like the whole series just came together. The other characters became so much more interesting, except for Mako. Mako is still Ooh. really boring. <laughs> still really boring, and they Lots keep of him heart. off screen a lot. Like, they were like, okay, you. you're right, he's boring. We're just yeah. gonna <laughs> hey, 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 put him in a closet. He's fire. Um So yeah, I mean, I really, I've always liked the Avatar world just because it was so diverse. Like every, there's something for everyone there. You know, like yeah. there. Are, Pretty much, almost no one is white um, in right. the first place. So that's an interesting world to look at, where there's so much like everyone that you know. There, you're kind of given a taste of like different cultures in like this fantasy world. So, yep.
1: So some people are asking us about anime, and I would love to talk a little bit more about other anime. Then, oh sure. Yeah. Um, my first recommendation for you, i recommended it before as one of my chick picks, is Bodacious Space Pirates. Mm. If you have not seen this anime. Oh my god, you need to see this anime. It's not, um... It sounds horrible, right? And in Japan it was called, like, mini skirt pirates. So it sounds even worse in Japan. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is gonna be, like, tentacles and titties out. And like, tee hee I'm a pirate, look at my boobs. It's not. It's not any of those things. And mm. it's amazing. It's girls in hoodies. It's a mom and daughter going to a shooting range to bond and to learn. It's a girl empowering other girls and having best friends <laughs> and going to space and real science. It won a science award. It won an award An anime won a science award? Yes. Wow. Look, look at the tears. Look at the tears going down my face. She's, she's like, m- don't. The series, don't. I'm, she's I'm crying. I'm like 12. I'm not crying. She's lying to she's you. See, so you can't trust Katrina. She's crying. Oh my tears God. down her face. Can't trust Katrina. Don't trust Katrina. Mm-hmm. Never trust Katrina. Um, We haven't been singing nearly enough this no, week. No, not at all. We're gonna work on no, that. No, um, you know, We're chilling. Yeah, so please go see that And if you like science, if you like spaceships, um, and then also Sword Art Online, I've been watching the newer Sword Art Online, I'm not really happy with the the female character with their sniper rifle who is a t- total tsundere for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that resolves itself, though. I won't say spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it. Um, I have a slight hope that she's going to get over this psychological hump and turn out to be very interesting, Mm -hmm. but I have a problem when you introduce a female character in a show, anime, movie, and she's supposed to be a badass warrior, but she's completely unable to do anything without the hero's help, and the hero has to save her, and the hero's the one who actually does anything interesting. I don't like that. It's a special pet peeve of
0: mine. You know, and that's um, slightly related with to my problem with Sailor Moon Crystal, is that, yeah. like, the Sailor Moon that I knew first, and this may just be because this is the Sailor Moon from the manga, and I haven't really read that much of it, um, but the Sailor Moon that I knew first was the anime Sailor mm-hmm. Moon, and she was, like, funnier and more... Like, she was fun to watch. Yeah. Like, she was weird, she made weird faces, like, her reactions to things were so genuine, but so off-kilter that like she really stood out as a heroine because she was like a weirdo but she was also sweet to every person who she met um, and now she's just kinda brain dead and Luna and Tuxedo Mask have to just drag her along and shake her and go like hey you should be a hero now and her reactions to things are so she stares off into the distance so much and I'm just like kind of over it I guess that's just like so- shojo style I just don't
1: know. I had a really big problem trying to watch Crystal. Um, I watched mm-hmm. it with my friend. He was like, "Come on, we have to watch Crystal. We have to see like what it's all about." Um, and at the end of it, I, at the end of the first episode, I was just like, "This is so girly. Mm. Like, this is excessively girly. Like, it's quite girly." I don't, like, I don't think I can get with this. It's almost not even anime at this point. It's just like watching Clueless or something. (laughs) Like, like, the whole point was a a jewelry store demon who was like, oh my god, I want to buy jewels, they're on sale! I was just like, I don't like any part of this. The only part of that episode that I enjoyed was when her mom kicked her out of the house. Mm. Because that's hilarious. You know what is bad parenting? You're really bad at school. Sit outside and run the streets. <laughs> why, why would you lock your daughter out of the house for being bad at school? That's the dumbest shit ever. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go to the arcade to play video
0: games. <laughs> I agree. So, I don't know. Like, I've, I And the last episode was really good. I haven't watched the one that came out today, but the Jupiter episode kind of redeemed all of it. The animation was great. Um, the way she expressed herself was great. Again, she's very girly, so... Mm. It's really girly, but it's like, um, I enjoy the message of it, but at the same time, there are just too many things that irk the crap out of me, because I was raised on the old school anime and not this weird, girly, fluffy thing. Like, it was girly and fluffy back then, but they were also like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, like, (laughs) (laughs) and the outers came in and they were just like, I will bitch slap you, and they started, like, doing all these sexual innuendos and cursing at people. That sounds wonderful indeed. It's great. Uh,
1: yeah, I had a hard time honestly getting into Sailor Moon when I was younger as well. I know I'm very different from you in that respect. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I do tend to prefer anime that has a lot of fighting in it. Um, so, like, I don't even like sports anime. Like, I'm watching a volleyball anime right now called, like, Haikyuu or something like that. And I'm only watching it because of the interaction between two of the characters that are basically Goku and Vegeta. Um, and it's adorable because of that. Like, if Goku and Vegeta were in high school and played volleyball together... <laughs> imagine <laughs> that. So that! And I was forced to watch this, basically, like, tied up in my own home to watch this anime. Um, so I oh really prefer anime with fighting, or a sci-fi element, or a fantasy element. Um, I have seen Ghost in the Shell, I saw that question in the comments. Um, Oh, that's
0: being turned into a live-action movie! Which is pretty interesting! My biggest problem with anime
1: getting turned into live-action movies is it tends to be that all the characters are replaced with white people. Mm -hmm. And that's not always a bad thing, because plenty of times in anime, the people being represented aren't even supposed to be Japanese. Like, for example, in Attack on Titan, Mm -hmm. they talk about Mikasa being one of the only Japanese people left in the world. Mm -hmm. So they've made it very clear that these are not Japanese people, these are Europeans. Where Mm -hmm. I get mad is when it is very honestly Japanese people and we're like, Nope, we're just gonna cast some white people. Just people.
0: people. (laughs) Um,
1: Just like, oh that new show that's out with the um... There, there's some show out now. I'm sorry, I can't remember the mm. name. Where the original people that it's based on were like two black guys, and now it's like a team of white people and an Asian lady, and it's like, why well, that? That's weird. Um, mm. so that's that's my only concerns when we turn anime into live action. And well, well actually, to be honest, my other concern is just there's a whimsy to anime. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very different vibe than a than a movie. There's always just a little bit of. This extra magical touch that I can't really describe. It's a good touch, though, not a bad touch. Oh, that was that bad touch. a bad She's touch. You see, Katrina, right she didn't like that. It's a bad touch. She doesn't like it, it's fine. Um, mm. And I do worry that it gets lost in translation to uh, live action movies. Originally, wasn't it? Or was um, it a manga? I think it might have just been a, a manga, yeah. And then of course, we know the ongoing saga of Akira, where they kept trying to turn it into a movie with Canada. Mm hmm. That's not the country, that's the person's name. So glad that keeps getting stalled. Stall it forever, my friend. Stall it forever.
0: The Assassin's Creed movie has been stalled. That's right. I'm very happy about that. Mm -hmm. um, Because it was supposed to be set in Spain, and a bunch of white people were rumored to be on the cast. So, I also just don't want to see an adaptation of, like, a new Assassin. I think, like... Uh, And I may be, like, the minority in that sense, because if you put up a new assassin, it's easier to write, you have more creative freedom, you don't have angry fans, Mm -hmm. like, talking about the inaccuracies or whatever, but um, I want to see Ezio on the big screen. (laughs) Ezio, his adventure is so expansive and, like, uh, oh, yes. Or even just, like, a mm-hmm. Connor and Aveline, like, movie would be really cool. I would really love cool. that, but I they would never it. put a black would, woman and a Native
1: American man as the uh, main characters uh, of a movie. Never.
0: Despite never bad, there being, I mean, like, an abundant... By abundant, I mean there are, like, three whole uh, very abundance of... Uh, uh, handsome young Native American actors. I think there's more than three. <laughs> I mean, Apocalypto showed us that.
1: Oh. Apocalypto. That's one of the reasons that movie stood out to me so much. Is mm. you know he actually went. He was like, I want people that look like what the people would actually look like back mm. in the day. And I really appreciated that. And there was only like one whitish actor who got to get his little prosthetic nose on. <laughs> um, We I received a friend
0: request. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, everybody. Whoops. Um. Wow, this is like the most amount of people we've had uh, in a while. True
1: Legend, Yellow Hat, cute. She is very cute. Yes. Uh, Mortal Kombat X, uh, the one on YouTube. Quite enjoyed the uh, the Mortal Kombat. Sorry, Mortal Kombat X is the game, but Mortal Kombat show that was on YouTube, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Mm. I think that was a pretty good adaptation. That was really good. Um, Street Fighter. I was about to say, Street Fighter. Um, Funny story, Assassin's Fist is what I call my Tekken tag team, (laughs) uh, because it's Nina, who is an assassin, and then Bruce, who, I mean, uh, Law, who is a a Fist, Fister, Mm -hmm. that's not what he is. (laughs) (laughs) Fister. He has a fire fist punch, so <laughs> assassin's fist is what we call it. He's not a fister. Don't tell Law that I said that. He'll come kind of at me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that had the prop. Why are people from across me? That had the problem of um, people keep trying to build the backstory of Ken and Ryu mm-hmm. and like tell that story whenever they do an adaptation. I don't necessarily think it's the strongest story in the Street Fighter universe, and I also think that most people like Street Fighter want to see fighting. Mm-hmm. So just doing that over and over again in the cartoons and then that other cartoon and then in the cartoon movie and then in that other, it was just like, why are we doing that? We
0: know their backstory now. Yeah, we like, got it. We yeah. let's, do, let's do
1: something else. And also, Ryu has always made this super good character and he's not necessarily this super good character. Oh, all mm-hmm. these friend requests keep making a noise. That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Can you guys wait to friend request me until after the <laughs> podcast is over? I'm so, good. so bossy. I'm gonna turn down all your friend requests, by the way, because I only accept people I know because I don't like dick pics, but... I mean,
0: yeah, please. if you want to try, you know.
1: feel free. Look, oh, God, stop it!
0: <laughs> now they're all gonna do it.
1: Um, Guys, we should never have this on ps 4 share ever again.
0: So, in other news, um, I found out somebody new is streaming on Twitch. Oh! Yes. Uh, if any of you are Team Coco, like me, Conan O'Brien is now streaming on Twitch on, I believe, Tuesdays. Um, and I was talking to... I wasn't talking to you, I was commenting on the... Um, post that my friend Chase made, and I was like, this is it. This is going to be our guest. We're going to get Conan on the show. So, um, I don't know if your social media people will see this, but I dare Conan O'Brien to sit next to our short asses and talk about video games. I dare you.
1: So, So I'm going to be honest. I want him on the show because I'm mad at him. How do you go just come up in here and start streaming? The rest of us have to try real hard and try to to build build a audience.
0: We have to, to, like, make our own banners. Nobody knows who do that. So, (laughs) fuck you, Conan O'Brien. Be on our show. And if if you guys want to see Conan on our show, you should totally go on Twitter and, like, tweet at Conan O'Brien and tell him, look, these two girls, they just called you out. Are you a pussy? Are you a a pussy, pussy? Conan (laughs) O'Brien? Are you a pussy? (laughs) Be on our show, Conan. Be on our show. We can wear silly hats together.
1: He doesn't get anybody, he gotta bring your bring your own silly hat, Conan Brian. You don't get to wear any of mine. I think he, be,
0: I <laughs> think he would have a silly hat. We should just wear Conan hair. This way, if Conan doesn't store, show up hat. then
1: this will be our guest next time and we will talk to him through Conan's voice. Don't make that face at my Zangief kitty. You're a hater. Zangief. It's a Hello Kitty with chest hair, by the way.
0: Yeah, and a beard, and I love that. That's incredible. Chest
1: hair, a little bit of leg hair going on. This is called not being ashamed of who you are as a woman. (laughs) That's what that is. Mm. All right, so I think we're on to chick pics. We're moving a little fast, though. Um, You know, some of us, fuck you, Conan, come on our show. Yes, you're right. Tweet that. (laughs) Because. Let's see. Glenn Coco. There's no follow button on PS4. That's interesting. How upsetting. Uh, Vega is one of your favorite characters. That's cool. I really, my favorite thing ever with Street Fighter is the fight in the anime movie between Vega and Chun-Li. Mm-hmm. Where she had just, like, gotten out the shower and so she wasn't, like, prepared for the fight. Right. Um, and that was just fucking amazing. And that's a good example of a strong female character actually being successful at something. Yeah. So she defeated him. She mm-hmm. didn't need to be rescued and have someone else defeat him. She needed to be rescued then because she got her ass a little handed to her. Mm-hmm. But overall, she handled the bad guy she was sent to fight, and that's what I want to see in anime and movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, just reading all the comments. Tekken, yes, I love Tekken. Saber X is great. Uh, you like us both? That's stupid. You can only like. You can Katrina. only
0: choose one of us, and it's got to be Sarah. Got to be Katrina. No, be Sarah. C- no. Nope. Yeah, no, nope.
1: sorry. Nope, you're not allowed to like me, I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> GBZ is of course one of my favorite. The Kenshin movies. Oh my god, let me talk about Kenshin real quick. So, Ramon Kenshin, for those of you who don't know, is an anime about this red-headed guy. He used to be this really great killer, and then he had some stuff happen, I don't want to spoil it, and he decided never to kill again. Mm-hmm. And so he has a special sword that uh, only has an edge on the inside of the blade. So that he basically can't like cut you unless he really he, and he won't draw his sword unless he's really really serious about trying to kill you. Um, and he meets this girl and he gets friends and of course he defeats people and they become his friends. That's how anime works. That's how me and Katrina became friends. Yep. One night I just beat her up in an alley and ever since she's just been my fucking homie. Uh, anyway, that's a lie. I've never been. Don't don't call for help. Shh. shh. No. Anyway. So, there was a live-action Kenshin movie made, and the first few minutes I'm watching this, I'm like, Oh my god, this was a horrible idea. <laughs> because he was so like clearly channeling the anime character, like, big eyes like that, and looking innocent, and like having these goofy moments, and I was like, Oh, this is so poorly acted, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Within about 10 to 15 minutes, I was fully invested in that movie. It paid off totally. The action was great. The amount of whimsy they were able to pull in from the anime was great. The humor is great. Kenshin was so damn sexy, I'd lick his eyeballs. <laughs> like, everything about that movie was so good, and I was so surprised. <laughs> like, who would have ever expected the Roroni Kenshin live action movie to be good? It was amazing. Mm. Jeremy, get out of here, heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, no. I have heard incredible things about that movie. The third one is coming soon, apparently. Um and the second one had a screening recently here in LA and I missed it because I wanted a nap instead. Um but yeah, as far as anime adaptations, I did this like article on it too, like last week, so it's kinda funny that we're talking about this now. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I mean, the worst example of one that you can ever, ever, ever give is Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, let's not even talk about it. I watched that out of flight, It was and... worse
1: than Power Rangers. And I saw it in a movie theater, and I stood up at the end, and I said, boo! And everyone <laughs> else in the audience <laughs> clapped for me, and they were like, yeah, boo! Boo! <laughs> mm. Horrible! Mm. Why would you do that to Dragon Ball Z? Mm-hmm. They even had one of my favorite actors playing my favorite Dragon Ball Z character!
0: I don't understand. Like if I can get blue contacts to cosplay Bulma, homegirl can wear blue contacts.
1: There's so much wrong.
0: There's so much wrong with it. Why
1: were they suddenly like at a house party with like jocks and cool
0: kids? There was Goku in high school. Do you think Goku can read? Look, (laughs) Goku cannot read. (laughs) He cannot attend
1: school. He can't even drive. Five. Why is he in that buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many things went wrong. Yep. Um, um, the Omega mode in Ultra Street Fighter 4, I just got to watch that. Um. And I'm not like a super strong fighter game person. I'm not in the fighting game community. I'm like on the outskirts because I report on it on my website, NerdyButFlirty.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see that, shameless You see how? Ooh, I just slipped it in there, mm-hmm. sliding into your DMs. Uh, Swing <laughs> Can we do it at the same time? Wait, one, two, three. Swing! swing. <laughs> what happened? What did we swing? Okay, anyway. Um... I, so, I'm not good enough to be like, Oh my god, this is blah 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 blah, but I could totally see, because I was watching, I think Spooky was doing it, mm-hmm. um, the implications of the moves, and how much of a game changer this is gonna be, and how some people are gonna be able to really change their style up, or new people are gonna be able to come in and totally trash um, the old guard, because they're gonna have adapted to this new style. So I think it's very interesting and strange and bold and I'm fine with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was something a little... BZ was awash, Hollywood, disease. Mm. Nimb- Nimbus! Um, oh my gosh.
1: Ex-Blaze Hay loves Hitler, good for you.
0: Um... <laughs> no, I'm really sorry to tell you, but he died a while ago. Don't ruin this
1: for him! <laughs> uh, somebody said, Christy is the best female fighter in Tekken. I disagree with you, I think it's Nina, but we can mm-hmm. agree to disagree. Um, this is being recorded, of course. This will always appear on Nerdy But Flirty videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, So, and we're also, like we said, we're recording the audio, so soon we'll have audio podcasts for folks to listen to on iTunes and things like that as yep,
0: well. super excited about that. Um... And you know, if you're listening via audio, feel free to give us a little feedback. Let us know what you. I think. don't want to hear the feedback from this audience. <laughs> this is uh, not the right.
1: Right, audience on the o- about time for chick pics. It is time for chick picks. hated it? Sorry, sorry. One more thing I forgot to mention about our main topic, Cora. Yes. Uh, about Avatar is if you loved Avatar, um, the comics continue the story. Yes. Because, um three of three, basically. So there's the search, there's the promise, the search, and we're now going through the Rift. Mm -hmm. Um, They're each a little trilogy of comics, basically, that um, explains some mysteries that never got resolved in the show for the Mm -hmm. Avatar thing that kind of leads up into Legend of Korra. And so you find out things like where Zuko's mom is, um, how the unified uh, countries got together, Mm -hmm. and uh, now with the Rift you're finding out uh, a little bit more about Toph and hopefully who the baby daddy is. Seriously. P.S. Toph
0: is oh, amazing. She has two baby daddies. She has so two baby daddies. who her first who wins mm-hmm. baby daddy is.
1: Yeah she was basically like I'm sleep with people, have a baby and raise it on my own because you're whack. And do you know why I love Toph? Because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So please dive into the comics. If you read comics, they're from Dark Horse. Uh, I highly recommend them. They're great. They're written by somebody who uh, worked on the show, but you can definitely tell besides... You know, they can always say something was written by somebody in the show. Mm -hmm. But it really was. You can see that everyone's still got their same personalities and styles, and of course they're still growing. Um, So that's really fun to watch. I'd say the only thing I don't like about the comics is... um, Katara and Aang's continued relationship because I just mm. hate them as a couple. <laughs> I don't think
0: they're And it's a kind of overbearing in the comic in a way. Maybe just because I, I don't like them as much, but yeah. Uh, someone asked for our favorite DBZ character and I will tell you right Piccolo. now, it's Bulma. Where's my Piccolo? She loves Piccolo, I love Bulma. Without Bulma, there would be no Dragon Ball. Did you see the Goku theory- Goku would just be naked and eating in the mountains. Did
1: you see the theory in Kotaku that if Goku had never come, Bulma basically would have, like, ruled the world and created all these different things, and then, like, she become would. a super genius, she would. besides her already genius self. It was a very interesting theory. I think it negates the understanding- Well, I think you have to, like, consider a lot of things wouldn't happen. So, the mm-hmm. only way I think their theory would work would be if the, um, ship carrying Goku got destroyed, mm-hmm. so that planet Vegeta didn't know to send another person there. Yes. Um, and then Raditz never came looking for him because he was, you know, he found the debris and saw that his brother died. Mm-hmm. Um, and if King Piccolo was somehow stopped, which I think Bulma could have come up with a way to stop King Piccolo on her own because she's really smart. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got really into detail about a fan theory on the topic. <laughs> My bad. Really
0: um, so, uh, that said, the, uh, I think we talked about this a little while ago, but if you haven't seen the new DBZ movie, um, Battle of Gods, please do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I it's understand. great. Um, both Piccolo and Bulma shine a lot in the movie. Yeah. Like, Bulma, you can tell she's so whatever about aliens now. She's like, these freaking gods show up in her backyard and she's like, would you like a drink? Like, hey guys, come to our party. Come on over. Hang out. Hey, yeah, let's play golf. Whatever. Yeah. Don't listen to my husband. He's paranoid. I,
1: I really enjoyed it. There's one really major thing that happens in there. If you like Vegeta and Bulma, mm. you'll really get a kick out of that moment. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, it was pretty rewarding. Um, um
0: Yes, so I guess go ahead and do your chick pic first. So
1: my first chick pic is that I'm playing Destiny and I am doing Let's Plays. They are on my Twitch channel. I will be uploading them to YouTube. I'm sorry I'm a bad person. I haven't done so yet because I don't want to make thumbnails because thumbnails take so long (laughs) and I have no skill. But watch me play Destiny. I sing a lot. If you don't like singing, do not watch me play Destiny. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's fun to jump in my chat and we all have a good time. The folks in here can tell you uh, we like it.
0: Yay! Fun. Um now so <laughs> now, yes. now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. Um I would like to recommend uh Sailor Dash and Dragon Run Z. They're both Android games. They're action adventure side scrollers based off of Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon and they're super fun. I love it. Listen, I'm laughing because I got a text from Katrina while I was working for you. It was like three
1: text messages because it was that long. She's like, "Oh my God, Sarah, Sailor Moon game. It's so hard, but you have
0: to use defense and offense to get these items." Like she literally like broke this Android game down for me. Great, like, so gonna much work. fun. It's so much fun. And like, I don't really have a lot of time to play on console, so I don't get to do it more than like once a week if I'm lucky. So being able to have like more. Entertaining games on mobile is a big relief because I'm, you know, the only th- other thing I do with my phone is like, go on Twitter and read Air to the Empire or whatever the fuck I'm reading at the time. Right now I'm reading Air to the Empire, so um, yeah.
1: Right now I'm reading the sequel to One Hundred Thousand Kingdoms,
0: which Ooh. I highly recommend.
1: One Hundred Thousand Kingdoms. Uh, I love PS. The camera is stacked up on some of my books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can like see like, oh yeah, I read Dust of Dreams the other day. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um so my second chickpick is oh PS, sorry, for we have a bunch of new people this time, so I'm gonna explain again. Mm-hmm. Chick picks is where we tell you things that we recommend you check out. Mm-hmm. So first was my let's play, second was the uh, Android game for Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z. Um, and then my next thing would be to pre-order Gravity Ghost. Yes. Oh my god, they're spamming over PharmaQuest again. Um, Gravity Ghost is a um, PC game from a female dev uh, that she asked the question, how come everybody always resolves things with violence in games? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she tried to create a game where you don't actually have to do that. And there are some voice actresses like Ashley Birch in it. What? Yeah, she's Ashley pretty adorable. Birch, my um, secret
0: senpai. She
1: she told me she really liked all my clothes because I have really cool geeky clothes. And she told me she liked my nails. And I was just like, ah, Yay! senpai noticed me. Anyway, uh, I hope she never sees this. That would be That'd awkward. be
0: really embarrassing, really awkward.
1: Um, so I recommend pre-ordering that game. Check it out. You can play and get a preview of it um, and to see whether or not you like it. There's trailers out. Go check it out. It's got really cool art style. It's a kind of a physics game.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so my uh, second chick pick is my website, since mm-hmm. Sarah self-plugged her as well. Um, it's okatrina.com. I just put up a new layout, uh, a review and how-to for Sailor Dash, mm-hmm. and um, a playlist for... Um, my next chick pic, which I will talk about in a second. Huh? You have to wait. <sighs> oh. um,
1: my third uh, chick pic is Geek Girl Con. Um, Yay! Most of you are men though, so, <clears> so I actually <throat> don't even know if I want to tell you about Geek Girl because I mean the comments in here about boobs and bellies and couples and stuff make me really not want Yum, to tell you about Geek Yum, Girl Con. So uh, I'll tell Twitter about Geek Girl Con and I'll
0: toss it over to Katrina. Um, so my third, uh, recommendation is The Quest, which is this cute little 10-episode Hulu series, uh, it it was on ABC originally, um, and it's a reality competition series with a storyline, and it's pretty much the only reality show that I've been able to watch the whole way through despite being, it's really cheesy. Um, but How cheesy is it? Pretty freaking cheesy, Sarah! Is that cheesy? pretty cheesy. Cheesy enough that I'm probably gonna have to edit the audio. Whoops. Oh, yeah, we got a little loud. Sorry. We, we actually made self-notes to not get so loud. We get loud, um, we we're did. sorry. Sorry, guys. Get loud. Um, get but, loud. yeah, uh so the quest is really fun. It's like, it's kind of like a LARP, but, you know, reality TV, and it's really cool. Everybody's placed in this, like, high fantasy medieval world, and they have to, like, Beat the evil verlox who is the darkness and save the queen. Whoever the
1: paladin is on yeah. that show, I got told I'm reminded them of.
0: I think maybe Letitia. Yes, that sounds right. Letitia? Yeah. Yes. yeah, she's really cool. Yeah. She's really cool. I keep meaning
1: to watch it, but guys, I got so much and, anime to watch. I got so many video games I think play. you will like
0: Who Wins, I think, really. Yeah. Okay. No spoilers, but I think Sarah will like Who Wins. I don't know about y'all. I'm gonna check it out. You may um, not like Who Wins. So. Other
1: things that we're reading, by the way, is... Um, I've been reading The Wicked and the Divine mm-hmm. um, by <gasps> Kieran Gillen and Jamie
0: McKelvey. Um,
1: I'm really enjoying it. If you liked Young Avengers by him, uh, pick it up. It's great. Quite enjoy it. We're
0: on four and I'm like all about Baal. Yay! I love this title. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also pick up the Future's End saga. Uh, I believe there's Batman, there's a... Um, Nightwing out, there's Batgirl, uh, and just follow it, because it's a really cool new storyline. And if you like DC, you might like this.
1: I'm also reading, uh, I missed a lot of Injustice, the series, but Mm. uh, if you played the game Injustice and you heard there was a comic, you probably ignored the comic because most comic tie-ins video games suck, However, if you did that, you were full of fail, because uh, (laughs) Injustice is one of the best storylines in DC right now, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I fell off for a little bit, so I have to catch back up, because Tumblr showed me some pictures of Harley and Black Canary that I was like, oh, snap, I need to get back on that horse. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the next thing that I'm reading, and of course I'm reading Ms. Marvel. Are you reading any other comics right now?
0: Uh, Right now, just following along with Saga, the usuals, Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel just teamed up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I keep meaning to read um, Captain I'm Marvel. also reading the Peter Quill saga where he's dating Kitty Pride and it's oddly adorable, like really oddly adorable. Oh, um, well, he's
1: oddly adorable. And he she's is oddly just adorable.
0: Yeah, so it's really cute. Um, and he has this like badass sister and she's like black. Oh <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> no. no. Caplan was like
1: Sarah. 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 Sarah, 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 Sarah look. look. And he like showed me his phone and I was like. <laughs> she's so, a bad, she's
0: like a pirate or something. Yeah, she looks like a badass her she's suit. I saw those little hell, shoulder, bl-
1: shoulder thingies. Mm-hmm. Um, alright guys, well that is technically, uh, we got, well we have three minutes left, we can keep talking. Do we? Whoa,
0: well, we are ahead of time. We are. Yeah,
1: admins, keep, uh, slamming the band hammer down. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you
0: to our admins who, we didn't even ask to be here, so thank you very much. That is true. We didn't.
1: Systems, how do you just always know? I'm just kidding. I know yeah. how systems knows, because we're friends. Here's a heart for you. <laughs> Somebody make that emoticon heart appear, and we'll slap it.
0: Yeah, we'll do. Um, okay, so
1: normally yeah. we'd wrap up our, our podcast right now, but um, and so maybe we'll cut it here for YouTube and for the audio, but yeah. uh, we can keep talking for three more minutes on Twitch, since I do see so many damn people, yes. though. A lot of them are being little assholes.
0: Who re-readed um,
1: us? <laughs> I know, I gotta do Was it when we that. were shit-talking So I Conan. saw some people like California, I saw some people
0: talking Canada, there's somebody from Japan in here, so shout out. Speaking of Canada, or, um, um, I have a recommendation for anybody who likes things that are extremely disgusting and disturbing. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Smith just came out with a movie called Tusk, or uh, Tusk. Tusk. as my English uh, co-workers call it. Tusk, Tusk, Tusk. Um, and it's Justin yes. Long and um, Genesis Rodriguez and uh, the um, guy from Kingdom Hearts. Do you know what I know about the Tusk movie? Mm-hmm. Because I used to run the
1: social media account for Theodore Tusk, who is a YouTuber, uh-huh. who is a puppet, who is a walrus. Don't tell him I called him a puppet. He doesn't like it. Um, so I always, when I see anything that looks like it remotely relates to a walrus, I get excited and I share it with him, and I was like, Tusk, this is a movie, and then I was like, whoa, wait.
0: Yeah, it's really disturbing. So basically it's about these two podcasters, and they like watch this video of this kid with like a samurai sword and he does something weird. So one of them goes out to Canada, and Harley Morenstein is in this movie. By the uh-huh. way, Harley from Epic Meal Time. Um, he plays a travel agent who tells him the, the do's Harley- and don'ts wait, of wait, Canada, aka wait. the Canada do's and Canada Does he still have a beard while he's an huge agent? Huge beard. What, what huge kind of real beard. agent
1: would have huge, a beard?
0: Huge, huge so beard. Ridiculous. So, um, yeah. So he explains the Canada do's and Canada don'ts as uh as Justin Long comes to Canada, and then. Justin Long gets abducted by this crazy Excellent. ex-adventurer um, and the guy like basically takes him home and what happens is this crazy adventurer had like not like a sexual experience but like an enlightening experience involving a walrus or something wait, 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 and wait. he wants that to virtual? be clarified. This guy is like strangely obsessed with walruses so he goes and he like Kidnaps Justin Long and he puts him under like anesthesia and he starts sewing Justin Long's arms to his torso and he Wait, tries are you to turn the movie. No, 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 this is like the concept of the movie is he basically tries to turn Justin Long into a walrus and <laughs> <laughs> yes and it's up to Genesis Rodriguez who is his girlfriend and uh, the guy from The Sixth Sense. What is his fucking name? <laughs> Bruce Willis. No, the kid. Uh, Sora. Oh, oh, um, um, a white child. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little white boy. I don't... But um, yeah, I don't know. But that guy, the King of Hearts kid. Uh, so it's up to them to find him, and along the way, they meet great adventurer, somebody or another, who is played by Johnny Depp. So, well, yeah, it's, um, so it's an interesting movie. Um, but the second movie is coming out now, or they're recording it now, and it's like he's trying to make like a Coronado trilogy style oh thing. God. And so now it's a it's a superhero movie starring two girls, his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, and they're like Canadian superheroes.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, <Ow. laughs> Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> On um, that note, it? It, uh, it is now 9 o'clock, me yes. and our podcast has finally come to a close. Thank Happy you all for sticking to with you. us. you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, we'll holla at you later. I will be playing Destiny probably again tomorrow. So uh, yeah. So I've been O-Katrina oh, wait, wait. and oh, what, I'm
0: Sarah the Rebel. <laughs> you should follow us on Twitter as O-Katrina and Sarah the Rebel. Don't follow me, none of y'all. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't want any of you
0: bitches following me. So, um, yeah, thank you for watching, fuck you very much, fuck bye! You-